Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? Before we move forward, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. Now, today is a special episode. I have my great friend, great mentor, great coach, Casey Iola, who is a business coach and marketer who helps you and your business stand out on social media so that you can build a consistent income online, break free of your nine to five hustle and set yourself time, location and financial freedom. With that being said, welcome Casey to the Leaders Life podcast. What's up, Amar? Thank you so much for for having me and inviting me on. I am super honored to be part of your podcast, my friend, my mentor. Um, and yeah, this has been a long time coming, so I'm so excited we're doing this. Oh my God, so am I. And uh, and and funny, funny, funny uh, thing right here. This is my very first uh, interview, so I'm just gonna have fun with this. We're gonna be be ourselves and have fun. So, with that being said, Casey, let everybody know who is Casey, and what does Who's she do? Casey? <laughs> who, who, is, who is Casey? What does she do? And uh, why is social media so impactful? So let's just start with your bio. Who are you? Yep, cool. So um, long story short, I mean, I'm a fiery redhead and you may hear that I have quite a unique accent. So I was born and raised in South Africa. My family immigrated to Australia when I was 16. Um, in 2016, so four or five years later, I left Australia and I've literally been traveling the world pretty much full time living between the US, traveling out throughout Asia and Europe and um, working on cruise ships. So I worked on cruise ships for multiple years out, out of the US until the pandemic obviously hit. Um, I came home from the pandemic and I was like, I cannot go back into a nine to five. I have to build myself an online business. And I just hit the ground running. Um, long story short, hit the ground running in 2020. And we're sitting here 2022 because I was like, there's no way I'm going back to a nine to five. I want to keep traveling the world. And I did it. Like, I think I started my business at the start of uh, in April, May 2020. By September, I was traveling around Australia in a custom built van. And now I live between California and the US and Australia, flying back and forth multiple times in the year. So um, that's me in a nutshell in terms of my background. Um, and the way that I've done that is by building, yeah, just an online business, becoming a, a, a coach, um, a coach in my own right. I was a mindset and confidence coach and a high performance coach, but built my business entirely on on Instagram I just realized I had a knack for marketing and helping people stand out I mean if you see any photos or videos of me I've got bright red hair so standing out is my my kind of um, jam uh, and now yeah I've just got an eye for it and I love it and I help other business owners not just be your everyday coach or your everyday business but actually how to stand out in this world this noisy noisy world of, of social media and marketing so that's me in a nutshell I love it. And uh, what a lot of people don't know about Casey is that she had a dream before we met, we met in the mentor program uh, with Rob Dial is that she had a dream that she wanted to make enough money online and then build a van and travel all over Australia at the time. And she was able to accomplish that when you, you started in 2020 and how long did it take you to actually uh, build that van and do that? So I started my I started my business in May of 2020, and I <laughs> still remember the day I picked up my van. It was a little bit after my birthday, so it was anywhere between the 20th and the 30th of September. It was the end of September that I picked up my van, and I remember sitting like I went with my parents to pick it up, and I was driving like my parent, my dad drove the van home because I still wasn't I, like I wanted to practice driving this big van and I was driving their car and I was behind them and I was literally like hanging onto the steering wheel going, oh my God. 
like, I did it. <laughs> I remember that like, whole, like it was almost like destiny, like smacking me in the face. And I was like, oh my God, you actually did it. You said you were going to do it and you actually did it. Um, so that was, yeah, started in May and picked the van up in September. Yeah. So in a nutshell, she had a goal, she had a dream and was able to live that dream and drive all over. And I remember you doing Zoom calls in your van, teaching and coaching. So, I mean, that just shows you right there that dreams do come true. So that's Mm -hmm. pretty badass. But I do want to ask you, have people actually missed the boat when it comes to jumping on social media when starting a business? Because Everybody's saying, oh, stop. what I hear at least is, mm-hmm. oh, Instagram is getting played out. TikTok is now the new thing. It's, it's an old thing. Now we got to keep up mm-hmm. with the new. Now, what do you say to that? Um, that's actually a load of rubbish. <laughs> a so load of rubbish. Crazy, <laughs> a load of rubbish in, in, in the PG way. Um, so actually, so Instagram, not just Instagram itself, social media itself is such a baby. You know, like Facebook only came out in 2007. So it's only like 13, 14 years old. In the grand scheme of like so much, like it is an absolute baby. Um, And I went to a conference a couple of weeks ago with like the biggest marketers that are, you know, online at the moment, the biggest YouTubers, um, social media marketers, like influencers. I went to a, a conference with them. And one of the things that they showed was actually a study by Forbes and Forbes said that the, the amount of growth that social media has seen in the last 13 years, like the percentage of growth, is going to be more than triple in the next three years. Wait, so if you see it on the graph, triple. like more than triple in the next three years. So I thought the same. I was like, oh, I've missed the boat with YouTube, you know? And I found out very quickly, actually, no, you have not. You know, I'm big on Instagram. Instagram's kind of my jam. I love my, my videos and my short form content. Instagram, um, YouTube's longer form content, even though they have short form content now. And I was like, well, I've missed my boat with that. It's like, no, you absolutely have not. More and more people, there's still people out there that aren't on social media. They don't understand the value of it. And the way that the world's going with, you know, like the web threes and the metaverse and all of that, like now is the perfect time to understand social media at the basic level and where it's going, because it will, it, it will be way more big. Like it will be massive. So absolutely not. Like if you have any sort of business and you want to go global, it, social media is the way you're going to do it. And you're going to build your brand. Everybody even turns to social media to authenticate brands, restaurants, people look them up on social media, artists, brand, like clothing brands, everything, everybody turns to social media for social proof. So if you want to build a business, you have to build yourself a brand and social proof on social media. Yeah, I love that. And something that I remember you saying um, on one of either the coaching calls that we were on, you said something along the lines of Instagram or social media is your new business card. Can you elaborate on that? Yes. Yeah, especially, yeah, absolutely. Especially Instagram. So even now, I mean, again, when I went to this conference, everyone went, instead of giving out business cards, everyone was like, well, what's your social media handle? What's your YouTube channel? Like, let's connect there because one, a business card doesn't give you the actual direct communication, like the, the, the invitation to actually text somebody and just have a conversation with them. Whereas if I give you my Instagram handle, you could send me a message. Hey, we met at this conference or, Hey, I met you there. Or, or, Hey, I was very interested in what you said about this. And you could start a conversation. It's easier than someone picking up the phone call and phoning you, phoning your number. It also gives people a way more like, instead of giving somebody a 2d card that you, you can write anything on it. Like you could be the CEO of the million billion dollar development system. You know what I mean? Um, and no one's, and, and people would believe you if that was just the business card, but nowadays they want to see social proof. 
So it absolutely is the, the number one place that you want to go to if people are looking to work with anybody. And Instagram is that main hub. Like out of all the social platforms, Instagram is the place that people actually turn to to build relationships. And relationships are key when it comes to doing business with anybody. Now, YouTube, TikTok, um, Twitter, all these things, they're fantastic platforms, LinkedIn even, they're fantastic platforms. But if people want to see who you are as a person and people want to do business with people, they're going to turn to Instagram. One, it shows a lot more in depth in terms of like video content, photos. It shows you more as like a 3D person, shows your personality, the stories you can show behind the scenes, who you are. People really like feel like they get to know you and they have the easiest messaging platform. It's the easiest way to actually physically get in contact with someone. And most of the time, if someone finds someone on Twitter or on YouTube, they're generally going to look for them on Instagram to connect with them there. So Instagram's kind of like the, the, the hub of, of um, like the social media and the, the different platforms. I hope that yeah, no, that, I, no, that's, that's perfect. Because I, uh, when you said that, I remember on the, on the coaching call, because as I stated, uh, Casey's coached hundreds of coaches, I mean, to almost to the thousands points with uh, being a part of uh, the business breaking Rob Dallas program and, uh, with me. And the one thing that I remember when you were saying that was all the business cards that I have just stored all over the place. Even Shannon is like, mm -hmm. my wife is like, do, do we need this card? Like what's going on with this? Or there's one on your dresser. There's one in your drawer. There's one over here. So when you said that to me, that's what, you know, got me going to get an actual podcast for, I mean, uh, an Instagram for my podcast, because I'm like, Hey, yep. this is the new way people are going to search you. So I just thought that was very, very powerful. Now, yeah. next question I had was since we know, or I'll, I'll, I guess I'll do the limited belief that social media is saturated, right? How does somebody stand out? in their industry on social media or online? Yep, great question. So here's the things. Um, there's tons of business coaches on Instagram. There's tons of social media coaches on Instagram. There's tons of mindset coaches, um, fitness coaches, health coaches. There's tons of freelancers. There's, there's, there's tons of the same business, but here's how you will stand out by being you. You are your brand. You are your unique. You are your unique person. So even though there's there's tons of ways to do fitness, there's tons of ways to do social media. There's there's millions of ways to build a business. All right, but what people are going to want from you is how you've done it. All right, they want to see how you've overcome difficulties, overcome failures, what you've learned from this, that, and the other, and they're going to want to learn from you. So the way that you stand out is firstly by building yourself a personal brand so that people know who you are. Because like I said, people want to do business with people, all right? Someone could be looking for an Instagram coach and they could interview three other Instagram coaches. We could be teaching the exact same thing. But a lot of the times people say to me, I want to go with you because I love your energy. I love your personality. I love that you travel. All right. I love that. You know that. So people will work with people. So that's one way you stand out. The second way is also just like you've got to understand what your person is looking for. All right. We're not trying to talk to everybody out there. And that's a big mistake people make when, when it comes to marketing. You just want to, well, I can help this person do this and I can help that person do that. And I can help this do that. And while that's all and good, and that's something you could bring in under your brand umbrella, what I like to call it is all your little pieces of expertise. When it comes to an actual marketing message, you have to know who the people are that you're actually talking to, what their needs are and, and, and what they want, what their desires are and what journey they're trying to achieve. 
Now, you don't necessarily have to help someone go from point A to point Z, but if you are at point C and you, you can help people get from point A to B because you've done it, all right? So the way that you're the way that you're really going to stand out is, yeah, one, by knowing your target audience and knowing who they are, knowing what um, their their needs are and their desires and not trying to talk to everybody. And there was amazing thing that I heard, again, amazing conference that I went to, <laughs> but there was one thing that they said that were like, um, you're only trying to speak to 1% of the world, right? If you only aim to speak to 1% of the world, 1% of your people. All right, they'll resonate with you. Do you know how many people are 1% of the population? Well, there's 86 trillion people out here, right? Something like that. So it's something like 77 million oh, around that. All right. Oh, oh that's <laughs> it. I mean, if you had 77 million people listening to you, I mean, can you imagine the global impact that you have? And that's 1%. So imagine even having 1% of 1%, you know? That's thousands of people. And that's the that's the people that you're trying to talk to that you need to understand that you're trying to find. And generally those people will be very similar to who you are, what you've gone through, what you're experienced, what you're passionate about. And you're basically just had, building a business that's going to help them do something or help them solve a problem or help them get from point A to point B or help them entertain them or make them feel better, right? But you have to understand them. So one, building your personal brand and two, understanding who your brand is for and who you're speaking to. That's how you're going to stand out. I, I love that. And something that you said that our mentor, Dean uh, DeVries always says is that when you try to talk to everyone or you're trying to target everyone, you're going to target no one. Yes. And uh, another thing that I've, I share with a lot of the coaches or, or um, the people that you and I coach is that with, um, just had a, a, a freeze about for a second about coaching. Uh, shit, it just, it just came by and it went through because <laughs> I was reading my notes and I couldn't uh, get that. That's okay. But regardless of what it is. Okay. And it's about uh, the niches because you brought about niches. Yeah. That's what I was going to bring up. So a lot of, a lot of people that we like, you know, like they're good at a lot of different things. Like they, they mm -hmm. just like, you know, they've had life experiences. They have, they have a lot of, um, just as this experience, I think that's what you like to call mm -hmm. it. But what I wanted to say earlier, where I just got stumbled on was I tell this all the time. People don't give a shit about your success. People mm -hmm. want to hear when you were struggling to get out of success. Is that yeah. kind of where you were leaning at to what you were saying about, um, why people go on social media and it's not late to, it's not too late. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, how you're saying that, like people, they don't want you to sit on a high horse, look down them and just tell them what they have to do. They want to understand the journey that you went through so that they can resonate with what you went through and that they know you've overcome something that they're struggling with. So you can help them overcome it does that make sense so yeah. um if i just sat on my high horse and i was like i'm an absolute expert at business at marketing at social media this is like what all the experts are doing what 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 people will be like oh that's really nice but they might then you're you're then separating yourself from people and being like relatable um and you know attainable or, or making people see that this is this is actually the journey and it makes you more realistic you know people will believe you if you're like actually you know what i had a freaking breakdown yesterday i've got an amazing life um my business is going really really well but i just I, I just felt overwhelmed yesterday and i decided that i just wanted to go do nothing all right i'm not saying that actually happened but i mean i get days like that you know so when you show that you're not um unbreakable it makes you more realistic and it also makes people realize that 
hey, this person actually understands what I'm going through. They're not just sitting on a high horse. We don't know their journey. They understand what I'm going through and they can resonate with where I'm at right now because you have to tell people where you come from. Um, and they, they're they the person that's going to help me get to where they are. But you have to acknowledge the, the journey. You have to acknowledge the journey. And we're constantly on a journey. Like no one I think has ever, quote unquote, made it unless you're like a Warren Buffett. But like mm-hmm. he's still, and he's, he's still, still working learning. on himself. Yeah, he's still, <laughs> he's still, he's still he, reading books, and yeah. he wouldn't tell you that he made it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, so yeah, no, that's that's um, that's that's very powerful because I just I want to make sure that everybody who's listening right now is understanding that number one, relatability and vulnerability are two big things to share, you know, when you're putting yourself out there, because we say it to coaches all the time, how are you relatable? Most people are not going to relate to, Hey, I'm great. I'm a badass. I'm the best. It's more about how did I get to that mindset, that level of mm-hmm. being the badass to that level of success. So yeah, that was pretty good. So relatable and vulnerability, everybody put yourself out there. Just FYI. Yep. So yep. now pretty much what is the best form or content to make our days to keep up with the times? Cause I do know you're, you're a queen at this. We all lean at you in the community <laughs> with Rob dial, uh, with everything, how algorithms have just changed. And like, for an example, like I remember I put a post out and I only had like three likes at some point, And then I spoke to you and all of a sudden I had a hundred likes. So <laughs> tell everybody kind of how that works and, and where to go from there. Yeah. Um, video is king at the moment. I mean, any platform that you're on bar, like maybe a couple of blogs and maybe LinkedIn is still uh, one platform that's in, in the form of written, you know, that they, but they will be adopting video very soon. I can tell you that like video will be dominating their platform, but video, video is king nowadays. Like if you guys are not jumping on the video train, that's like trying to run up a hill with a parachute and turbine, you know, winds blowing down at you. why like is that why is that why is that because that's what the the platforms are are pushing okay so on any social media platform actually any anywhere like just the the the, the law of business and marketing and everything at the moment is attention is currency the people have that have the most amount of attention dominate a lot of things they dominate business they dominate brands they dominate movements all right. People who have influence make an impact and people who have attention get that influence. So attention is key. So how are you going to use the platforms that one you don't own? So like uh, a, another guy, another expert marketer that I was talking to, um, he said, like, you've got to play the game. You know, the marketing and social media is a game but you have to play the game in order to win. If you don't play the game, you're going to be missing out. It's not an easy game. It's, it, it, it's not a fair game sometimes. It's, it could be quite a shitty game. However, if you just sit on the back seat and you decide not to play, you're never going to win, all right? So you've got to play the game. And playing the game is is jumping on what the, what the rules are, you know? If you go on Instagram and you scroll through your feed, you're going to see video, 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 promotion post, video, 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 promotion post. Maybe you're going to see like a static post from someone that you follow that you're really highly engaged with, but 90% of the time it's going to be video, 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 video. They've even seen one of the, one of the newest updates. There used to be a whole reels tab where you could just switch from the feed to the reels tab. Guess what? That's disappearing. It's just going to be the feed now. So your reels 
are just going to be in your feed. There's going to be no separation. So short form content on most of the platforms, such as Instagram, TikTok, Facebook are pushing short form content. Even YouTube has their short form content. Those are are absolutely the, the, the pieces of content that you need to make. So short form, short form is very, very powerful at the moment. It's coming for the throne. However, longer form content such as YouTube is still king. Because think about it. YouTube, it's the second biggest search engine in the world next to Google. All right. If you want to learn how to do anything, what do you do? YouTube. I mean, my kids, I'll tell you right now, I mean, with my kids alone, like Cocoa Melon for all the parents out here, there's Cocoa Melon. There's, I mean, anything that we need just on the, on the Mm -hmm. tip of our fingertips, you go on YouTube and we can, we can either answer a question that they've had or Mm -hmm. be able to, I mean, I'll say it as that pacify them, you know, because Mm -hmm. it has what they need. So I I love that you said that, but I also want to add into something that you said also on, on one of the calls that you mentioned it's not about the likes. It's mm-hmm. not about, you know, we we're talking about whether they're stories or reels. You said it wasn't about the likes. It wasn't about the comments. They see you. Can you elaborate mm-hmm. a little bit more on that, please? Yes. Okay. So you get, you get active, you get active watches and passive watches. You know what I mean? Like active consumers and passive consumers. Um, I mean, when I started my business, I didn't have a big following to start off with. Like when I was, when I set myself entry free, I had, you know, less than 3000 or 4,000 followers, something back then. So it, it, it was a very, very small amount. And my engagement was good for that. But the thing is like, when you get caught up in the numbers, you lose focus on like your mission and your community. What you want to build is you want to build that community. You want to build that connection with people. And there's an amazing article I recommend everybody go read is a thousand true fans. That's an article. If you have a thousand true fans, 1000 people that are willing to pay you anything you ask for any product you have, you, you've made it, you know, you, if you have a thousand people paying you $10, you've got $10,000 a month coming in. You know what I mean? So it's a thousand. So it doesn't, although the metrics are important in some aspects, um, when it comes to starting a business, I don't want you to get held up in that because also what happens is when you're putting out, like the numbers will come. The, the likes, the follows, the, the growth, everything will come. It will come. If you give it time and you stay persistent, it will happen. And with the right help. And with the right help. Doing it on your own, it, it'll take you a lot longer, but getting the right help with people that have done it. But in the beginning, even though people aren't liking your stuff, they're watching. The amount of times, like in the beginning, I remember I used to say to you, I mean, like, I got a message from someone that I haven't spoken to since primary school I actually have an enrollment a a sales call enrollment call with a girl that I went to primary school in South Africa with like tomorrow like like she connected with me I haven't seen her in years and she's connected with me on um, Instagram we're talking she's also starting a coaching business she's seen this so but she told me she's been watching me for years all right. People, I had people when I first started my coaching business, I was like, oh, I'm going to go for like young girls who want to learn how to have confidence. Amazing. My first two clients were two men in their forties that, that I'd had on, remember I'd had on my social media for years that I, 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 one, I can't even remember where I met him. I know I met him, but I can't even remember where I met him, but they were my first two clients. So even though people aren't actively engaging, keep putting that content out there, talking to them, because one day someone will be like, I've been watching you for so long and you've literally just, you've changed my life already. 
And those are the best ones. You're like, where the hell did you come from? But like, yes. <laughs> yes. You see, and that's very important. So that's what happens when you do it for purpose versus like, I mean, mm-hmm. you're just putting it out there and doing that. So if mm-hmm. I'm a new business person or a new business owner or somebody that wants to get started on uh, social media, right? Mm-hmm. I, I've spoken to a lot of a lot of coaches that they want to build their website. They want to get a landing page. They want to, they want to get it all pretty and they want, they need that website, right? I'm just jump on the website alone besides landing pages. Mm -hmm. What is your recommendation right now? If you are a business owner that wants to put it out there, are you spending money on a webpage or are you going on social media? Going on social media, a thousand percent. Okay. So webpages come to traffic. How are you going to drive traffic? to your webpage if you don't have some sort of social media presence, all right? But when it comes to social media is websites don't give you that instant feedback. You can't, okay, you can see the amount of views, but you can't see if people are liking your your stuff. You can't see how long somebody's watching your content for. It doesn't give you enough feedback in terms of like what's working, what's not working, where social media does that. If you are an established business that understands your niche, understands your target audience, understands how your product or service benefits the the person that you're trying to give it to or sell it to or or the amount of influence you want to have then by all means a website's amazing and a website's only useful if you're actually planning on like either blogging consistently or you're trying to sell something and usually then you have to have a very good offer which again you need volume and 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 um attention that attention to be driven to that. You're not just going to set up a website and suddenly your bank account's going to be filled with thousands of dollars. It doesn't work like that. So social media, if you are just getting started in your business and you are not yet coaching people or you have not yet had at least a hundred conversations with the people who you think that are your ideal audience or are your ideal buyers, then you should not be fucking on a website because your message, your strategy, your ideal target audience, your offer, everything will change when you understand your audience better. And that only comes by speaking with them and building a relationship with them on social media and beta testing stuff, putting stuff out, see what works, see what doesn't work. Um, and again, just that relationship, that, that conversation. So yeah, you're in the starting phases of, of building your business. Like let's take coaching, for example, because that's our space. You do not need an LLC or a company. You do not need a website. You do not need surveys. You do not need, I can't even think of all the other fluff. You do not need to be on all, every other platform. You need to be on one platform. Pick one platform. I highly recommend Instagram because Instagram is my jam. Not knocking any of the others. They're amazing. But in terms of like building relationships with people and speaking to people, that's where you need to be. You just need to focus on understanding your niche, putting content out there, having conversations with them. That's what you need. And that's free. It is free to do that. There you go. And that's, that's, that's exactly what I was getting at was because I was talking to somebody in the mentor program with you and I, and he mentioned how he spent thousands of dollars on landing pages, websites, and he's gotten all his clients on Instagram. So uh, I think that's just very powerful information for any uh, business owners out there that are just looking to get out, just put themselves out there and think they got that website or that landing page. Yeah, yeah no, I love that. But I did want to ask you, because I get this a lot of questions, once again, from, from, our, from our, for what we do, is content creation. Like, hey, mm-hmm. like, for example, myself, I, I ha- you know my life, I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Family, four kids, businesses and everything. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't have enough time to, or ideas to create content. Um, mm-hmm. Or I, I'm just not creative. I'm, I go on Instagram and, I, and I'll just be real with you. I see the same 
lip syncing mm -hmm. type of mimicking mm -hmm. type situation mm -hmm. where I'm just like, okay, what's going on? So what is your advice for that? You are your content. Your day-to-day -day is your content. All right, you should, this was something that hit me hard a couple of weeks ago, that if you're having to try and think up content, I mean, don't get me wrong, I teach people how to do market research and I teach people how to come up with a ton of content ideas. But if that is like that majorly of an effort for you, then you're in the wrong industry or you're doing the wrong kind of content, all right? Remember back to that personal brand, all right? Amar, why do people love you so much in the community? Because you're you. You've never not been you. You're very open with my family and I run four franchises. I have my businesses. I love doing this. Like I'm, you're basically in the community because you're actually super passionate about it and you still have make time for your family and everything. So if you were suddenly to say to me like, Hey, how do I have time? I'm doing all of this. I would say, get a damn camera. You can't see behind my, my <laughs> computer here, but I've got my camera on filming me because this is content. You're recording podcasts. That's content. You're hanging out with your family. That's content. You're going on your vacations. Guess what? How can you afford to go on vacations? Well, because you built yourself these businesses and you work in this community that is your content so no matter what you're doing no matter how insignificant you think it is be your content show behind the scenes I mean that's why these things like I don't know if you guys have it here like goggle box or whatever it's called people are paid okay so there's, there's a I've TV show in it. there's a TV show in Australia Oh, well, Actually, that's I why I didn't hear it. <laughs> well, no, but I, think I don't got the Australian the channel over here in the United States, uh, unless but you tell me where, where that. It. Yeah, I think they've copied it from the US. Basically, you watch people watching reality TV and seeing their reactions. The whole show is you watching people watch The Bachelor or Desperate Housewives. And you're just watching them sit there, eat their dinner or eating ice cream watching and, and chatting amongst their fans. That's a whole TV show. And it's done really, really well because people like to see inside other people's lives. People are nosy people. But now again, when it comes to building your brand, Amar, someone who wants to do a big business deal with you, if you suddenly, they're like, oh, I just don't have time to do this, that, and the other. And you could be like, actually, dude, well, I have a family of four, four kids under 10. You know, I've got my wife, I've got my businesses, I run four franchises, and I'm part of this massive community that does take up a lot of my time, and I'm building my podcast. What's your excuse? People will relate with that much better. They're going to go, oh, actually, if he could do it, I can do it. And that's the thing. And the fact that you're still so always, like, happy and, and chipper about it all. Like, you just never seem to tire. I, I really need to know what you eat. <laughs> but, oh, boy. It's called four kids keeping you on your toes, Casey. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> And I don't even think you drink coffee. Do you even drink coffee? No, I do. I, do. I drink some coffee. Oh, you do. I do. Oh, that's, you do. That's, that's okay. my morning. I don't. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I don't drink eight cups of them. But I get. I, I mean, hey, you know what? I, I say this all the time. If you can wait, I wake up happy. I wake up with a purpose, yeah. and it's just like if you're gonna if you're gonna wake up and drag your feet, you got to realize why you're dragging your feet. So that's the best compliment I can get with that. Yep. But I did want to ask you um, a, a little bit about like just a little bit off cuff about mm -hmm. the power. First off. The power of community, a power of a strong circle. Uh, and the reason why I want to ask you that is because, I mean, there's no secret. You have been a part of my circle since day one, and uh, we've been always picking each other up, um, you know, mm -hmm. and I always say we give that pat in the back, but also we give that kick in the ass. So mm -hmm. I want to know why a power of a community, a power circle is so important to Casey. Mm -hmm. Okay. So good question. 
um, you know that phrase where it's like, if you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the sixth million, millionaire, all right? If you hang out with five bums, you'll be, you're very likely, or drive five drug addicts, you're very likely to be the next drug addict. So the, the, the people who you surround yourself with make a massive difference to the level of action that you're gonna take, all right? It's also good to have a strong community that understands what you're going through and what you're doing, because a lot of the time, the people around you and closest to you won't understand that. So like my partner, for example, he knows my business, but it's very hard to ever talk to him about my business. Cause once I stop talking for the day, he doesn't really want to hear. And once he's finished work for the day, he doesn't want to talk work. So sometimes it's very hard to express that to like your friends or your family or even your partner or your kids. So it's very good to have somebody to have that community of people to share that with, but then also bounce ideas around outside of there's something that like um, Napoleon Hill adopted, which was called a mastermind. You know, there's masterminds everywhere that came from Napoleon Hill's think and grow rich. And it was, it was his theory that when you get a, a, a group of brilliant minds together, the, the collective consciousness elevates. The collective consciousness of all those people elevates. So you become actually smarter when you surround yourself with smart people. So that's, yeah, that's the, you've got to have a really good, really powerful community. You pick yourself up, as I said, like, you know, we pick each other up, but we also, we give ourselves that tough love as well. And I just think that's very, very, very important. And the, the one thing that I want to bring up that Casey said before we wrap this up is she said something earlier that, Hey, like if you said something along the lines of like you, if you can't do it, get somebody else to do that. I'm going to be candid. Mm -hmm. I got a podcast agency doing my podcast. Why? Because I'm not comfortable enough to edit and to do all this fun stuff. Like this is my, my doing this on zoom is new to me, as you know. So, um, with you being, as we all call you thousand plus people call you the Instagram queen for a reason. (laughs) Yep. So right now, if I am somebody who's struggling with social media, Instagram, and I want to grow my business, right. And they're, they hear Casey out there, right. They hear Casey, they know, you know, they know that you can help scale it and get it to that level. Right. My question to you is, what's going to hold them back? Just themselves. Literally, that is the only thing that's going to help hold you back. Like Everything that you want to do in this world has very likely been done by someone already. All right. Unless you're like an Elon Musk of this world and an innovator and a, and a scientist and everything. But even he, I guarantee you would have had mentors and coaches and all sorts of things. Um, so anything that you want to achieve, someone's already done. So obviously we're big fans of having coaches. We have coaches. I have two coaches, three coaches actually at the moment. And I will always, always, always have a coach. I will always up-level my coaches. I will always have someone who is a couple of levels ahead of where I am and where I want to go to. All right. So that's the one thing. The other thing that I realized, okay, maybe you don't need a coach to teach you a whole bunch of things, but like, let's talk. YouTube and video content, all right? I like doing short form content because it's super easy. It's super easy to pick up my phone, record something, post it, all right? But longer form content, now that I'm getting a little bit more serious, it's really hard to do. I don't have the time to do the editing. It's a skill that I don't have and I don't wanna learn it. So guess what I'm gonna do? I'm going to hire someone who knows how to do the editing. All right. Is it going to be money out of my back pocket? Absolutely. But is it towards something that's going to benefit me and financially benefit me in 12 months time, two years time, five years time? Absolutely. But that was the one thing that was holding me back from doing longer form content was like, I don't know how to edit the videos. I don't want to take the time to edit the videos. So guess what? 
I made my business to the point where I can hire someone to do the video editing for me. Like you've done the podcasting. You don't want to do the sitting down and learning how to do it. You're smart enough to do it. You, you could learn how to do it. It's just, it's not where your time is well spent. So whether you're holding yourself back because you don't know how to actually scale yourself, your business, then you need a coach. If it's a particular skill that you're not doing a particular task because you, you don't have the time or the, the skill to learn that particular task, hire someone to do it for you. That's my biggest recommendation. There you go. And I love to use the analogy of fitness. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. for example, if you've been working out for years and you haven't lost the weight that you wanted or got that body that you need or, you know, whatever it may be, hire a fitness coach. Yep. Get a fitness coach. If you need someone that you're struggling with a new business, hire a business coach. Hire. I mean, we've we've seen every we've seen death coaches. We've seen I mean, we've seen every type of coach it is where, where I'm getting at and kind of what Casey was elaborating is if it's not your genius zone. Mm -hmm. Go get somebody to go do it and uh, don't hold yourself back. And I always say it's not an invest. It's not an expense. It's an investment, investment when you, when you put that money in there. So Absolutely. before, before we end this, Casey, what, where, how can people find you? What, uh, how can they connect with you? Because obviously mm -hmm. you're a powerhouse and, and we all want to be connected <laughs> with, with Casey. Like I said, Instagram is my jam. That's the main place to reach me. Um, so just Casey, C-A-S-E-Y underscore Iola, I-O-L-A underscore. I'm sure it'll be in the in the show notes. But yeah, that's where you can reach out, send me a message, say good day, say you're listening to this badass podcast with with Amar Asad. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to connect with you all. Well, thank you so much for your time and being able to take out your crazy busy schedule as we all know and hoping everybody reaches out follows casey and able to just learn as i said how to grow and scale your business on social media thank you thank you again uh remember everybody subscribe like review thank you so much for listening you all freaking rock all hope you all have an amazing amazing day